Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey everybody, welcome to Wake Up With The Warriors. We are recapping the Sunday night game between Golden State and the Los Angeles Clippers. One of the final games of the season and the final regular season game in the 47-year history of Oracle Arena. It was a pretty emotional night at Oracle. Not surprisingly, the Warriors broke out their uh, We Believe era jerseys, which was a lot of fun. Brought back a lot of memories for a lot of people. Hard to see players like Draymond Green running around there wearing 23 with those throwback jerseys and not just see Jason Richardson out there. But it was a a special night. The crowd was incredibly loud. There There were festivities before the game, during the game, after the game. Steve Kerr addressed the crowd after the game. They raised a banner that's going to be held through the playoffs commemorating 47 years in Oakland and announced that they're going to take that banner and hang it in the Chase Center next year when they open up in San Francisco. And the crowd was as into it as you would have expected, as into it as you would have hoped. And from that standpoint, it was a special, special night. And on top of that, the Warriors had a chance to clinch the number one overall seed in the Western Conference. A pretty good day to have that chance. And they pounced on that opportunity. They came out of this game strong. Los Angeles was game, but the Warriors eventually ran away with it in the third quarter. They won 131 to 104 with that victory. They are the top seed in the Western Conference. They will have home court advantage for the first 3 rounds of the playoffs. So let's get into some of the details that happened. Los Angeles had a very interesting starting lineup. They opted to start both Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, two very good players who have been coming off of the bench pretty much all year long. This was only the fifth start of the season for Harrell. It was the first start of the season for Lou Williams. But Doc Rivers was missing some players. Danilo Gallinari did not play, so he opted to put some of his more talented players into the starting lineup. And that created some interesting matchups for the Warriors, One of the most interesting ones on paper was Harrell versus DeMarcus Cousins because that was a matchup that when I looked at it, I thought we were going to see offensive explosions from both of these players because Cousins does not have the athleticism to defend Harrell, who does a lot of his work in the pick and roll, rim running, big lob threat, gets a lot of offensive rebounds. Cousins is the better player, obviously, but I didn't think he would be able to defend Harrell well. And on the flip side, I really didn't think Harrell would be able to defend Cousins well. Boogie, obviously one of the more talented offensive centers in the league, and Harrell just not a very good defensive player at all. So I was expecting those two to combine for a lot of points. But it ended up being quite the opposite. Both of them struggled mightily. Harrell had 
11 points on 13 shooting possessions. Boogie had 12 points on 17 shooting possessions. So neither player could get it going offensively. Which is just a reminder that no matter how it shapes up on paper, the games always end up being a little bit different than than what you're expecting. But what did work for the Warriors was a lot of offensive aggression from Draymond Green. We've been seeing that from him the last few games. Teams have started to sag off him, play him a little bit more like we can expect them to play him in the postseason. And he has been more aggressive trying to score the basketball. We saw that tonight. He had a lot of plays where he took the ball hard to the rim, had some nice finishes at the rim, made it a priority to score when that was what the defense was giving them, and it opened up the game for everyone else. Draymond ended up having just a hilariously Draymondian stat line. It was emblematic of the way he plays. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, 5 steals, 3 blocked shots. He was all over the place. A tremendous game, but more than having the 10 points, the aggression that he displayed trying to score and being willing to attack the rim opened up the game for the rest of the team. The Warriors had great spacing in this game, even though they didn't shoot that well from beyond the arc. They only made 32.4% of their three-pointers, but they were getting a lot of good looks. They were getting a lot of fluidity in the offense because, in large part, because Draymond was willing to shoot and was being so aggressive. And if we're going to talk about offense, we have to talk about Steph Curry, who showed up to the arena wearing a Monte Ellis jersey, finishing off his throwbacks to Warriors legends. That was a fun look. And then on the court, he had another sensational offensive game, did most of his damage in the first half when the team really needed it. Finished with 27 points on 11 of 20 shooting, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 0 turnovers. He just controlled the game for the Warriors. Only shot 3 of 10 from beyond the arc, so not quite up to his standards. But one of those threes was a truly spectacular vintage Curry step back 3 from about 28 or 30 feet as the third quarter was coming to a close. And that capped off what was a vital quarter for the Warriors. When they have been at their best over this run over the last five years, they have been a dominant third quarter team. And that hasn't always been around this year. And it was here today in a big way. The Warriors only outscored the Clippers by four points in the first quarter, three points in the second quarter. It was a relatively close game going into the second half, 62-55. to And then the third quarter came. The Warriors scored 42 points in the third quarter and only allowed the Clippers to score 18. A plus 24 quarter that took it from a close game to an absolute blowout. And there's something to be said for that beyond the obvious of outplaying the competition. But those third quarters are tremendously important for Golden State because that is when you're making adjustments at halftime. You're getting a little bit re-energized. You're figuring out what works, what doesn't work, what you need to switch up. And coming out of the gates firing. And the best Warriors teams that we've seen have always dominated that quarter. And seeing them do it tonight was pretty important. 
Kevin Durant continued his trend of being hyper-selective with his shots, of facilitating and passing and trying to help everyone get the best look. Only took seven shots tonight, which has kind of been par for the course for him lately. He made six of those seven, one of two from beyond the arc, three of four on free throws, 16 points on nine shooting possessions. You can't ask for it to be better than that. He also had seven assists to just one turnover. So he was continuing that trend that we've been seeing that's been a little bit odd, but also been remarkable because he is playing utterly stupendous basketball, and it's it's been a joy to watch, even though people are making a deal of it and, and talking about it as though the passivity he's displaying is harmful or emblematic of something, when really he's... He's kind of having fun in the system, giving other people shots, and just picking his spots incredibly well. One last thing, the bench was once again really strong tonight, and it was once again led by Quinn Cook, who had a very strong night. He didn't get his jump shot falling like he has over the last few weeks. He missed all three of his three-pointers, but he was aggressive and crafty in getting to the rim. He had some really strong finishes, some great plays where he broke down his defender off the dribble, either got himself a layup or got a teammate an open look, finished with 10 points and 3 assists. Kavon Looney was stellar off the bench with 14 points on 7 of 9 shooting, 6 rebounds, and Damian Lee really impressed. He was very active, didn't show up incredibly on the stat sheet, though he finished with 7 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, but he was incredibly active. He was working very hard on defense. He was getting deflections. He was diving for loose balls. He was trapping hard. He was getting the team out in transition. He was doing the types of winning plays that are going to potentially give him the opportunity to play in the postseason and certainly the kind of plays that are going to make sure that he is on someone's roster next season, whether it's Golden State or elsewhere. Plus-minus leaders for the Warriors tonight were Curry and Draymond. They were both plus 35 in 30 minutes. That is just utterly sensational. Kevin Durant and Kevon Looney were both plus 19. Alfonso McKinney was plus 16. Andrew Bogut plus 13. Clay Thompson plus 12. Um, Despite those Warriors starters having exceptional plus-minuses, DeMarcus Cousins was actually a negative. Minus 1 in his 23 minutes which means that the team was plus 28 in the 25 minutes that Cousins was on the bench. He obviously didn't play well, but I wouldn't look into it beyond that. So the Warriors have clinched things up. They are the number one seed. They have two games remaining, both on the road. They're now 56 and 24. We'll be back later this week.